Welcome teacher sellers to the Grow with Angie and April podcast. Angie and April are two full-time teachers pay teacher sellers who chat with each other daily about their businesses. They're opening up their conversations to help you grow your teacher store. Are you ready to listen in? Here we go. Hey Angie, how's it going? It's going pretty good. How about over there? Pretty good. Are you excited about your last week with your kids? Yes, I feel like we had a good summer and everything went great. We had lots of fun, but I'm ready for them to get back to their schedule and I'm ready to get back to mine. Yeah, it sounds like you guys did a lot of really fun things. I saw you guys went to like a theme park yesterday. Yeah, it was like a, it's a water park slash amusement park. So we kind of hit up both sides and had a fun day. That's awesome. But back to work next week. Yes. (laughs) I have stuff to get done. Yeah. So this is like a really timely episode because we're going to talk about balancing it all. And I feel like everybody's struggling with this right now and you're about to get back to balancing it all. Since yeah. You haven't- I haven't been balancing anything right now. I've been dropping all my TPT balls and just kind of hanging with my kids. But yeah, and I'm just struggling to balance it all as usual. So I think this is hopefully going to be a good like therapy session for us. Yeah. (laughs) And for anybody that listens, because I know there were a lot of stressed out people in our group lately. So yeah, and it get me back in the mindset. Exactly. So we found this article about work life balance and 10 habits of successful entrepreneurs. And I feel like we don't do any of these. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it'd be cool to go down the list and kind of talk about like, if we do do some of them or how we try to do some of them, (laughs) but I really want to try to do all 10 of these. I do too. I think they're good. Yeah, they're really good. And I need this because like beginning of the week, I worked three 12 hour days. (laughs) You were killing yourself. I was like, I think I talked to you at 2 PM and you're like, I didn't eat anything yet today. I'm like, go (laughs) eat right now. (laughs) Yeah, it's really bad. So, well, yesterday I was like 11 o'clock and I was just sitting in my office staring at my computer and I was like, um, I can't do anything. Burn I just out. couldn't do anything anymore. Yeah, totally burnt out. And like the 12 hour days were really great and I got stuff uploaded, but I just can't do that and then take like two or three days off. It's, it would make more sense for me to just work a few hours a day instead of being a crazy person. Yeah, balance each day so you don't go through those ups and downs so much. Right. So I need this, even though like we've been back to our regular schedule for weeks, I still am not balancing things properly. (laughs) So the first one is kind of what we talked about. The first habit that they said in this article, which we'll link to in the show notes, is set working hours. And I really struggle with this because I really just work when my kids are at daycare, while they're eating dinner, while they're getting a bath, when they go to bed. Yeah, it's so hard when you are running your own business and it's like you could always be working and still not have everything done. So it's really important to try to set those working hours because we really could work on it all day long. Yeah, and something I've done that's been helpful has been to set like email hours So I only check my email between 6 and 6.30 a.m. And then I check it when my kids are getting their bath at 6.30 p.m. So I only check it twice a day because what was happening was I was like answering emails and falling down the rabbit hole. And it takes you like 10 or 15 minutes every time you log into your inbox. And I was doing it like 20 times a day. Yeah, that's way too much. That's helped for like focus, but 
the whole working hours in general, I'm just not doing very well. Yeah, I'm pretty good at setting my working hours during like the school day when my kids aren't there. But then I really want to make night time when once they're both home from school and till they go to bed, I want to make that about family time. But you know, before I just be picking up my phone and making a graphic or, you know, sharing something or whatever, and kind of just like working on and off all night. And I can even get back on after they're in bed, because once they're in bed, it's like nine o'clock, and I'm not really tired yet. So I could work again in the evening if I wanted to. But I really want to try to make that time about my family, because before I was letting my work seep into those hours. And I really want to be better about that. Yeah, it's really hard when you can just pick up your phone and make a graphic. That's kind of the problem is we have our work all around us. Like everything is on my phone. And now I've got an iPad too and a computer. Like there's always one of them next to me. And so you think of something and then you got to do it before you forget it or or before you don't have time to do it because you don't want to add it to your to-do list. And then all of a sudden you've kind of been working on and off from like 6 a.m. to bedtime. Yeah, I could do so much on my phone that I can just waste so much time uh, working when I shouldn't be, you know, and that kind of brings us into the second tip is unplug when you're not working. And that is very difficult for me. So I really want to try to make sure I do that more. Yeah, I think that's something I really am bad at, but I constantly think about it because I don't know what right now here it's so hot that like I can't go outside and do stuff. So I find that when I am having downtime, I'm like on my phone because I just yeah. can't like go take a walk or anything. But I really don't want to be on my phone unless I'm working because you know it hurts my eyes and I just feel yucky afterwards. Uh, So I really need to do that. I just need to like let it go. And I I remember reading something, this is probably where this came from for this article, but about how a lot of like CEOs of of these huge companies like have all these hobbies that they do that have nothing computer related. Like they even tech company owners, like they, on their downtime, they like read in their study or they write, like they aren't on technology at all. And their family isn't on technology. and I'm like, that's, that's the thing I really need to do. But I feel like this is like when I'm on my downtime, I want to be on the computer. It's terrible. Yeah. I feel like that was the issue is because when I was still teaching, TPT was my hobby. TPT was my downtime. Right. So then I never really fully made the transition once I went to full-time TPT of like doing other things now, you know, having other hobbies and and making sure I'm not on a screen all the time, because it really can mess with you, like your eyes, my neck, you know, my, my wrist, I just have to like, really make sure that I unplug when I'm not working. And I really want really do want to try to do that one. Yeah, and it's I wish really wish they just to like get rid of the TPT app for a couple reasons. And I'm going to get we're going to get hate mail for this. But, but number one, I, I check it like a 1000 times a day, I have no self-control. Yeah. If I'm sitting there doing nothing, I just like, oh, well, I might as well check it. I might as well do this. But <laughs> yeah, I'm just not present then in whatever else we're doing. You know, like if my family's watching a movie or we're like watching something on television, I just, I pick up my phone and I can't help myself and I don't even realize I'm doing it. And I hate it about myself because I'm like so crazy about how much screen time my kids get. But <laughs> 
I, I always just say, well, I have a business. I need to be on my phone. And I really don't. Oh my God, that sounds just like me. <laughs> I don't need to be on my phone all the time. It really is just an excuse. <laughs> I know. I'll literally be on my phone, like on the Facebook ads app or TBT app. And then my like husband's like looking up something really quick. And I'm like, put down your phone, yeah. <laughs> phone and spend time with our children. And he's looking at me like, you are staring at your phone, yelling at me about being on my phone. Like, yeah, but I have a business. That's the thing is it's, it's you just feel like you, well, it's kind of an excuse, I think, for screen time. And I just really need to get better at it. It's so bad. It is. And I mean, it's truthful. Like I am doing business stuff, but at the same time, do I need to be doing that business stuff at that moment? No. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the thing is I feel like a lot of the week I'm wasting like at least five or six hours on stuff that doesn't really make a difference, you know, yes. like logging in Instagram and commenting on something, you know, and you add it all up and it's not really important in the long run. Like being able to just like get on your computer, do the tasks that's important and then unplug would be really great. Yeah. And I feel like applying your email strategy of like once a day could work for Facebook and Instagram, you know, just go in once a day and respond to some comments and do that just right. once a day. And it's hard. I've even like, I've deleted those apps on my phone so many different times. And then I, yeah, I end too. up going like on Safari and I'm going <laughs> into them and I just, it's just bad. Yeah. So you same thing. You just like, it doesn't matter. You can access it different ways. Yeah. So yeah, maybe I need to put the social media in with the email because it, the nice thing is like if I get up in the morning and get my email taken care of, then I don't have to think about it for the rest of the day because the email stresses me out more than anything. So if I got the Facebook and Instagram taken care of, that would be great too. But that would just be like you said, like responding to someone's comments or because really like sharing content takes so much more time and effort. And that I'm I'm just, right. That's just a separate thing too. Like, I mean, Facebook, I have pretty automated and, um, yeah, Instagram, I, I'll, I'll batch a bunch of different posts at once and I'll just save them on the app. So when I do want to post, I can just quickly go in, press it, post, and then leave again. So right. really just setting that time for commenting, whatever, but then not coming back to it till the next day. It's a huge rabbit hole. Yeah. And I see like on, on the tip list, number three is schedule one admin day per week. Do you think that means like just to take care of paperwork and things like that? Yeah. Or I'm just thinking like for me, I'm thinking that maybe like scheduling, you know, checking in on my, my automated stuff that day, because I don't know. I don't know that paperwork really is something that we have to do. Well, until it's taxes. Ugh. Yeah. Some budgeting stuff and some some of that stuff, but I don't think it, we would have enough to do it one day per week. Yeah. Maybe handling like, like you said, yeah. Scheduling social media, handling yeah. any like VAs we work with. Doing tailwind. Yeah. Doing that kind of admin stuff. I feel like that would probably fit into that. Yeah. It's really smart. Cause I feel like what I do is I get to my office in the morning. The first thing I usually do is like product creation because I, the first two or three hours I work really well. And then the rest of it, I'm just kind of, eh. so the same. Yeah, the same. But I feel like that means that I kind of don't do some of the things that I need to, as far as scheduling social media, I'm really, really bad with that. So I, maybe I'll implement that as my admin day. And then like, I'll just do a half day. I'll schedule social media, take care of any little tax paperwork or anything like that. And then like, spend a, go out to lunch and do something nice for myself. 
Yeah, exactly. Because I hate doing that stuff. So like exactly. a reward at the end of the day. <laughs> I definitely am in favor of rewarding ourselves. <laughs> yes, I think we need to. So that comes to number four, which is take at least one day off per week. So do you feel like they mean like out of seven days you take one day off? I'm thinking they mean that because as entrepreneurs, as business owners, you could work seven days a week. So I'm thinking they mean at least take one of those. And I'm pretty good about at least taking one of my weekend days and and doing nothing. It's usually Sunday for us because we just kind of do family stuff or go on hikes or whatever. But Well, let me ask you this, though. Do you like touch your phone for TPT stuff? Oh, you definitely. 100%? Okay. You're not 100% taking the day off. Yeah. So I definitely don't 100% take any day off, but I think that's a good idea. Yeah. I think we really should. And it's actually interesting because my financial planner is in kind of the online space. Like he has a podcast and they have a website and he takes Fridays off. Oh, okay. Interesting. So he takes Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, which I like would love to do, but I always get, I always say I'm going to do it, but then I get to Friday and I'm like, oh, I have too much to do before the weekend. (laughs) So I'm going to, I'm going to try it tomorrow, which is Friday when we're recording this and see, cause we're going on a trip this weekend. So I want, I need to prep everything for the trip, but see if I can like take the whole day off and see how it goes. Yeah. Lock your phone in a safe or something. (laughs) Yeah. And I'll see how much money I spend because really there's nothing to do out here right now except go shopping because it's like 112 degrees and it's It's so bad. Well, okay. I'm going to try it. I think, I mean, I think you should try it tomorrow because your last day with your kids. So I assume you're not going to be on TPT stuff anyway. No, I'm not. I'm just going to try to do some fun. We're going to go like school shopping and get some stuff done and, and do something fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Our back to school sections are already being removed from the stores. Like that's yeah. not back to school anymore. We're like a month behind. <laughs> yeah. That's so, crazy. Yeah. Like they're already replacing it with holiday stuff. Halloween. Christmas. Soon it'll be Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no, like there's legit Christmas stuff in our stores. Oh already. My God. I don't know. I was in Hobby Lobby the other day. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, and I, of course I wanted to buy all of it. So. You'll see how much money I spend tomorrow. (laughs) I feel like the next three habits of successful entrepreneurs kind of go together. Scheduling social and family time, scheduling me time, and scheduling meal times. Like (laughs) I'm so bad at that last one. (laughs) Yes. I will forget to eat. You know, like I'm better at scheduling social and family time. I do do stuff with my family. Me time, I probably neglect way more than I should. I want to try to start at least working out a little bit this year, but meal times are hard because I just I'll just be working and I don't even realize that I didn't eat or that I'm actually right. hungry. Yeah, that's I, that I'm the worst with because like my schedule during the day, like the whole working hours thing, you know, that's not too hard to do, but to actually like schedule out what I'm doing throughout the day, I'm so bad at it. Like with the school day, it was so easy because like you're set at the schedule, but now I have too much freedom and I'm, I don't, I don't remember when to eat. Like sometimes I look up and like you were saying earlier this week, it was like 2 PM and I had anything to eat. So that really, I'm not good at for the social and family time. I have been trying to schedule things like breakfast and lunch with like my dad and a few friends who don't work during the day. It's hard because like most of the people that I'm friends with are teaching still. And so like scheduling social time during the day 
it doesn't really work. And then, you know, my kids are home. So after we don't really get any social time then. So I'm just not good at any of these, but meal times is really bad. Yeah, I've been good. Summertime, like, has all been social and family time for the most right. part. And I just kind of struggled that, with that more in the winter. And especially because it's so cold here. And there's sometimes that I don't even leave the house. Like, Yeah, that's what I'm dealing with now. <laughs> yeah, I, we're like on opposite schedules. You don't leave when it's super hot. And I don't like leave when it's yeah. super cold. Yeah, because in the winter, it's so nice here. It's like 60 to 70 degrees. Yeah, it's so hard. That's like our get out and spend time outside together time. So I think I'll definitely have more of a life balance when that weather happens. Definitely. Yeah, and I think the me time, I've been better. I've been going to the gym twice a week in the morning. And so that's been good, except for the fact that this is totally off topic and random, but our locker room smells like donuts. Oh man. <laughs> like that's ridiculous. Like I don't know what they're what they're using in the locker room or maybe it's just like someone's like hair products or something, but it smells like those crumb donuts and I'd rather it smell like armpits than donuts just because donuts yeah. make me want to go eat donuts after I'm done working out. Right. And there's two donut shops between my gym and my <laughs> office. So that's not good. But yeah, no, I you can probably guess what I had this morning. <laughs> I mean it's been good just for me to set some time aside. Although it's only like 30 minutes and and then I'm off to work. But I don't know. That's all I'm good at. Better than nothing. I'm good at number six, but not at number five and number seven. So, yeah. <laughs> and the next one, this is something that you struggle with. Number eight. Yes. Have a dedicated workspace. Definitely. What's your plan coming up? <laughs> it's fine for when the kids are at school, but it's just not, it's just, I really would prefer to have a totally dedicated workspace where I can kind of go and hide out and, um, and work. So it's just tough because mine's like in the middle of our, what you would call the formal living room, but we don't have anything formal about it. But basically like my daughter has her desk where she works over there and I kind of have mine over here and we split the room and it's just, I just don't have a spot for everything and like stuff's everywhere. And I can't work until my area is cleaned up. So then yeah, I'm the same way. It's so hard to just find a place to put it all and then be able to work so that I, my brain is like ready to actually work because when there's piles of stuff everywhere, I can't even concentrate. No, I hate those formal living rooms. There's kind of a waste of space. Like I don't know anyone who uses it for an actual living room. Yeah, we never <laughs> like have. It'd be nice to have it be an extra bedroom. Like that's how our house is. And that was like one of my pet peeves was the formal living room thing. So when we bought our house that we have like a kind of a really small living room and then we have four bedrooms. So that space was in the bedroom, which is nice because I have an office, but I can't work here when my kids are home anyway because they're so loud. Plus now I know how to open doors. Oh no, that's not good. And you can lock a door, but that doesn't mean they're not going to try to bust it down. Yeah. And like, it's really hard to, to work when they're like, you know, their fists are slamming your door and they're screaming your name. So, <laughs> and I would just love to have like a space that I could set up almost like a classroom area, you know, that I could kind of organize my stuff the way I would organize it in the classroom. So I could use that area then to share on social media or, right. you know, do um, video or whatever. But I just feel like I, 
last time I had to do a video, I kind of just went in a corner of my dining room and I just like nothing behind me because it's like chaos back there. So yeah, it, you need to maybe like get some shelving in there or I don't know. There's yeah. gotta be a way to get it organized. Yeah. There's gotta be a way to set this up better than I have it, but yeah. So with my office in town, like I've been back and forth since I got it about, oh, should I be spending it? I only spend like a few hundred dollars a month on it. And honestly, that's pretty good. The cost of living out here is pretty low. So like 300 is pretty standard for a small office. That sounds Um, awesome and totally worth it. (laughs) Yeah. And the thing is too, is I am, the reason why it's mostly worth it is I am way more motivated when I'm there. Like I'm there to work. Like if I work from home, you know, I'll work for like 20 minutes and then to get distracted with something on TV or distracted by like something I need to do at the house. So it makes me feel more like a human being who's going to work. Yeah. And like you said, being able to set up like classroom, I actually didn't do that. I was being really cheap and just had like an Ikea desk in there and nothing else. And people in my building think I'm nuts. But over last month, I've been like decorating it like a classroom just because I'm to take pictures and I'm going to have some students come in and I'm going to tutor a little bit just to kind of test out some curriculum I'm working on. But it's nice like to walk in and see it looking more and more like a classroom. Like I feel like I'm working better in it because it's, it is more like what I'm used to. Yeah. Yeah. It probably feels better to work in there. I, I could totally see me getting way more done if I had yes. a place to go because you know, especially that afternoon slump. I don't know if you get that. Oh, but yeah. Like I am, like you said, I, I do work on my resources first thing in the morning because that's when I'm the most creative. That's when I'm the most focused and I have the most energy. But then like 2 p.m., I start to just like lose all motivation. And, yeah, me too. And the couch looks better and better to sit there and watch a TV show or something. But I know. Or on, that's the thing too, is I'll sit and watch a TV show, but it's not really me time because I'm on my phone, like trying to pretend, pretend like I'm working on something, but I'm mostly just like looking at ad data that I already know because I just checked it like an hour ago. (laughs) Like it's just such a waste of time. Yeah, exactly. Do you have, do you guys have any co-working spaces near you? I looked into some of them. There was one that I heard about and, and it seemed pretty cool, but it was really for very startup companies. So I think that mine's just too far along to be able to utilize it. So I don't know, it was just kind of like a deal for the space for people that were just getting started and had only a small business. Not that like I have a huge business, but I feel like I've been doing this for five, six years. So I don't feel like I'm a startup, but I've looked at a bunch of, we don't have any here. Like the, the closest one is three hours, <laughs> but like, I know that there are a lot of different ones. Like some just have like tables where you just show up and work kind of like the library, but then others have like little offices. Yeah. There were options. Yeah. I thought that it was really cool. Like, yeah, a little office would be awesome. They even had, um, interns that worked th- like the interns that intern there and you could wow. have them do stuff for your business and help you <laughs> and stuff. So I thought that was really cool and I really wanted to do it, but I should see if there's anything else around. Yeah. Check it out. Cause I know like the next big city from me has like six of them and they're all completely different. Like the way they run is different. What they have is different, but there's one I really love. It's beautiful. And like, they always have food and drinks and it's, they have like a receptionist, but, um, 
we would have to move. So <laughs> that's my dream. <laughs> Might be worth it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like what the office building I'm in right now is, is nice. It's like on our downtown area, which is really, really small, but it's in a locked building. So that's always good. Yeah. It's, it's like 300 square feet and everybody's friendly. And I mean, it's really just everybody, it's actual businesses. So nobody that does what I do. And so that kind of part is a little sad. I love I love that some of these co-working spaces in bigger cities have a lot of entrepreneurs and people who work online that you can meet. Um, so I don't have that, but it's a nice little space. And it's nice just to get away from home. I think from my part of my problem is, you know, when I first did TPT before I went full time, I didn't have kids. And so when I started going full time, it was when my kids were here. And so I just didn't really separate the whole like home and TPT thing well. So having the office is helping me a little bit more separate that. Yeah, I feel like getting up and getting dressed and, you know, feeling like a human and going to work would like be better for me because I'm just, I've got like my sweatpants pajamas and then I change into my like daytime (laughs) sweatpants. (laughs) And so it's just, I'm comfy all day, but. Which isn't bad. I mean, some people are listening to this and they're, they're, you know, still teaching full time and they're like, oh, that Angie girl is so annoying complaining about her sweatpants. I know. (laughs) Yeah, it it is like definitely different challenges. Like I'm lucky. I don't know if this is lucky, but to me, like having to get up and get my kids to daycare and their daycare is 30 minutes from our house. So I really do have to get ready in the morning and then drive them 30 minutes, drop them off. And so it's more like your usual workday kind of thing. So that makes sure that I'm not like sitting around my sweatpants all day. Although it would be nice just to like, you know, send them out to the bus or something. (laughs) But yeah, and it just has to do with your mindset too, because or just like your type of personality, because, you know, I just feel like if I didn't do that, I'd be more productive. But I don't know. Yeah, it kind of helps when you're forced to like get your kids off to school and stuff. So you'll be good once they, you'll be good next week. Yeah. I know you will. You'll like get them off to school. You'll go to the gym, you'll shower, you'll get ready, and then you'll like tackle your day. I mean, in May, I was really starting to get in my groove. We were getting set up with our content calendars and I know we were doing, you were doing so good. And I felt like I was getting a new product every single week. And then boom, my kids came home. Summer. Yeah, I struggled with summer too. So it's okay. (laughs) It's like, even though my kids were still going to their school during the summer, like my husband was home and we had so many like vacations and things to do. And so it was totally worth it, but it's I'm ready. Yeah. So the number nine is cross one item off your list without doing it. I love that one. I did that last night. That's nice. I kind of like that. Yeah, like a lot. And I keep like running to do list that has every idea that I want to do. And so sometimes there's like 50 things on there, but I don't really need to do them. So just going through that to do list and just crossing off the ones I'm like, you know what, that was a great idea, but I don't need to do it right now. Yeah. And I make to do lists from to do lists. And (laughs) I just kind of like because I can't look at a huge running list like that. I have to break it down and kind of think, okay, what am I going to focus on this week? And what am I going to get done? Because like thinking of all the things that I could be working on just overwhelms me. And then sometimes I do nothing. So right. it's yep. easier to <laughs> chunk it up and throw it on the content calendar. Then I'm like, okay, those are the things I'm definitely getting done. And 
And usually there is probably one thing that I definitely don't get done every week, but. Yeah, definitely. I went to the content calendar, I think must've been Monday or Tuesday. And I, and I took off like half the stuff on there and just left the really important things because it, I just have, you know, those important things aren't getting done because of all the other little things. And I think that's a problem. Right. And if you always can add extra things that you can get done, but I feel like to put one thing, I usually just try to put one resource I'm going to work on and one other thing. And if I get those two things done and I still feel like I want to get something else done, then I have a huge list to pick from, but I still feel good if I at least get those two things done. So. Yeah, I think that kind of leads into number 10, which is adjust and readjust, which I read that as like just constantly changing the way you do things based off of like what's working, what's not, data, things like that. I'm not sure if that's how you interpret it, but I also interpret it that way. And I feel like I feel like we do that a lot. So I just know that I'm always adjusting and readjusting my goals one week could change to the next week and and kind of whatever's working for me or if something's not working and then, you know, just get it out of there and focus on something else. Yeah. I see you put on here, like choosing what to hold on to or let go of and reevaluating goals. I think that's like a perfect description of that. And I think sometimes, especially like when I'm listening to podcasts or I go to a conference, like I come home with a thousand things I want to do, but really honestly, like it's just those small adjustments that I make during the normal week that really help my business more. So I need to stop doing those kind of things. Yeah. I like to try to have each year, I just try to set one yearly goal, but then, you know, I break that down and, and I set smaller monthly goals, but you know, there are things that I want to focus on for the whole year. And I try to set those goals at the beginning of the school year and see, and try to plan those out. And then, you know, add the littler, smaller things, my monthly goals or whatever that I want to also get done. Exactly. So that was 10 work-life balance habits of successful entrepreneurs. We aren't good at most of them, but we're going to try. Yeah. So you can Um, try with us. (laughs) Yes. So maybe we'll do like an update. uh, What? episode on like how we're doing with these things, but uh, we'll post these on the show notes, which is growthispodcast.com slash episode 13 so that you can see these 10 work-life balance habits that we are not doing very well (laughs) and maybe try to do it yourself because I think these will really help us. I'm going to definitely try to do at least two of them. Yeah, me too. Definitely. I, I think the unplug one is, is number one for me. I need to try to do that more. Yeah, me too. That one and taking a day off. Yeah. (laughs) That would be good. All right. Well, enjoy the last day with your kids, the last work day with your kids. And I will talk to you next time when you are nice and childless for the day. Yes. Getting something done. Yay. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye. That's it for the Grow with Angie and April podcast. Make sure to rate and review so that this podcast can continue to reach teacherpreneurs around the globe. You can find the show notes and more about your hosts at growwithuspodcast.com.